going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Man, so grateful to be back. Today is the Monday before I go to Japan, which is tomorrow, obviously. And it is literally 5.13 in the morning. Woke up, could not go back to sleep after 3.30. Just tossed and turned it. I said, let me get up and let me see what energy I could bring into today. Because to be honest with you, because obviously following the ridiculous ass NFL games that are going on out there, uh, the, like the mornings could be thrown off very quickly if you devote your attention to garbage, whether it's garbage entertainment or garbage news or garbage this or garbage that. See, I had to wake up with the intention that I said, oh, my God, the first 40 minutes of my new week, considering that I'm going to be getting on my first ever international flight tomorrow for the first time in five years, like I need to make sure that I don't fall into the trap, considering that I got 45 minutes before my first class, as well as about four other classes that are coming up today, and the wonderful fish market. All right, I'm going to be going to the fish market for the first time in a long time. All right, and I'm so, so grateful uh, because, you know, I'm going to be able to buy a couple of things. Like, I'm just so giddy when I go down there and I'm able to check a couple of things out, looking at my master project and all these other things and taking down notes and inventory. So the thing is, I need to make sure that I bring that amount of, I guess you could say joy when it comes to, you know, when it comes to a week that's going to be transformative, right? And oftentimes you could just fall straight into that trap and straight into this and you might wake up a little bit groggy. Well, it's going to be up to you to set that intention to send uh, to like to to establish that energy at the very beginning. And so here it is today. So, you know what I have here? I have a little bit of a quote from uh, Brendan Bichard's book, The Charge. And it's like this, put everything. And I mean, absolutely everything into life. Did you just exist this past week? Did you just survive this past week? Or did you etch a fiery streak of life across the sky? There is a greater pulse in you, a greater change in you. And it is ready in itself. And it is saying, live. So to be honest with you, those questions are, did you live this past week? Did you feel the day? Did you bring the joy? This is why I am making sure that I do a podcast every single day or at least do the the morning, you know, the morning mindset and everything to generate that or to even hop on the, you know, a new bicycle that we just bought, a stationary bike, uh, which I did yesterday and I was sweating like crazy hopping on that right after this. See, I got to make sure that I push myself in the morning and I develop that mindset. Did you contribute this past week? Did you serve as a role model? Were you grateful? Were you appreciative of life? Right? Because to be honest with you, we could fall into guilt. We could fall into feeling bad. Sometimes we have great weeks. I get it. Sometimes we don't. Now, the thing is, we all want more aliveness no matter what. We want more connection, the meaningful pursuits, the growth. Every year of our life, we have to work hard and struggle and forgive. And we got to let things go. And we got to aim higher. See, your story is probably different from mine. There are only two real stories, to be honest with you. There's struggle, and then there's progress. See, progress at work, you could have that, but you might be struggling with your kids. You may be moving toward your dreams, but you're struggling with finances. It's a wild ride with many people. 
you know, the only times that I actually end up struggling with finances for some reason between September and October. So that's why I'm like, you know what, I'm continuing and making sure that at the beginning of last year, as amazing as it was, next thing you know, it hit about July and August. And then when I went into September and the beginning of October, I'm like, damn, where are all the students? I have one student a day. <laughs> so what can I do to prepare myself better for this upcoming? you know, the, this upcoming October and November. Now, I'm very grateful because I ended up getting a bit the, the company that just came out of nowhere that I used to coach at at the dawn of the Delta variant, April of 2021. And they came back just last year in October, two and a half years later, just out of nowhere, got a message. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember her. Hey, we want to, we want you to come back and teach our uh, employees. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, I can't believe it. That was me getting out of that rut. And so I get it that we do have these ups and downs, I guess you could say. But I can tell you right now, if anything, that beautiful promise, we can make choices. And by making choices about our lives, we can change. We can put everything into life. Everything you see in culture is a manifest manifestation of who we are. There's no social change without self-improvement from ourselves. So many people complain about division, and that's what we're going to be focusing on. Beware of division. But to be honest with you, they're living lives divided by themselves. Now, if you hear a, like, divisive language, it's like comedians saying white, black, Latino, and Asian. Apparently four races, although there's one race. But that's what America's perception is. Things that uproar. And the thing, you know, the, the, another viral video that had happened was in regards to a Chinese and a British and a guy playing piano, all these other things. And the next thing you know, you could tell who's American because they're like, oh, Asians always do this. I'm like, see, divisive language. There's no such thing as Asians. That's a continent. Africa's not a country either. This is the divisive language that we've been programmed. We've been primed on a consistent basis in terms of having this in our minds. And next thing you know, one thing happens, everyone's held responsible. The entire continent of Asia is held responsible for about 10 Chinese tour group in the UK. How the fuck did that end up happening? This is what we consistently prime ourselves on, and this is the shit that we got to stay the fuck away from. I'm going to give you some Fs for division. The first one is focus, right? And a lot of people, they believe that they can't possibly experience the beauty, the joys, the exhilaration, and the real progress in life. You know why? Because people spend two to four hours on social media or television. They're missing so many days, opportunity to distraction, and it's ripping us from everything. The missions, the efforts, the things that could ultimately change our lives and change the world by leading with us. Think about last week. And if you worked for someone, was your focus sufficient to deserve the blessing of work? Did you have that committed and narrow focus on those individual people or those groups of people? Did you do things that move the needle forward? Most people aren't advancing in their lives because, well, they're blaming others for where they are. That's my family. <laughs> I wouldn't even consider them my family, my biological family. I have to be very careful with that because the moment I have a child, I'm like, okay, that, that other biological family in America, that's no more. Although it's been no more for the last, le le the last 11 years, but still they blame, 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 blame. I told you guys before, if you were to go up to my brother who has done the worst, the most egregious things to my mother, 
like, what do you think about Arsenio? Oh, he's so selfish. Why? Because he doesn't give my mom money or he doesn't give me money. Why do you need money? Uh, I need $5. Why don't you have $5 to your name? Well, no, I want to buy marijuana. You see what I mean? Like, if there's ever, the, the only thing that my family would ever attack me on is money. Because I don't want to give to someone who's not going to do anything with it. That's just how I feel. And so it is my money. Hey, can I borrow $5? Whoa, you don't have $5. Oh, what do you need it for? Oh, you're not supposed to ask. Excuse, excuse me, this is my money. You're asking for my money. I have all the rights in the world to ask. See, these are the conversations that I had like literally 19 years ago, you know? And so me, by looking at that and looking at my family, they blame others for why they are where they are in life. And that's just going to be a constant whirlwind of melancholy. You know, many people have their own failure to make a real impact because they just don't have that focus and that consistent, the, the, the consistency of making choices to get out of the situation they're in. They make choices, but they just wake up and say, all right, I'm just going to do the same thing again. And the next thing you know, they're in the comment section of any social media platform saying, oh my God, the world is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. No, 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 your world is failing because you have made consistently poor choices every single day of your life. Accountability. Now, here we go. Another reason why that we stand divided is from feelings. We're not in tune with our inner world. Our feelings are always mysteries. We haven't read any books, right? Right? We haven't read any books in, in, in terms of psychology and how the brains work and neuroscience or even the basics. So what ends up happening is that a lot of these people, they're invested in other people's lives more than they're invested in their lives. You know what I find to be unbelievably shocking? There are K-pop groups, like I told you before, a girl named Lisa. If you look at the comment sections on every social media platform, it's everybody saying, she's a queen, she's a queen, not one negative comment. Do you know what's amazing? They would not even call themselves a queen, but they're calling someone else a queen who doesn't even know they exist. This is what I'm talking about in terms of the feelings in their own world. Shit, there are 50-year-olds who still don't know who they are. Not because they're not familiar with their personality, but it's more about their feelings and how it's separate from what they're aligned with. So often our feelings are divided. Well, we can't feel good things in life. So most feelings lay on the negative range of life, which is like stress and anxiety and frustration and hopelessness. Or you're putting so much positivity into someone else who doesn't even know you exist, but you don't even look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm a queen. I'm going to be a queen today. And those positive reaffirming affirmations, nothing like that. I could tell you right now, if you look at everyone in that comment section and you go to them and say, what do you think about yourself? They would have nothing but negative words. And I'm like, but you're posting about other people. Yeah, she's so beautiful. But what about you? I'm so ugly. Wow, there it is. You see what I mean? I'm telling you, man, we got to unpack a lot of these things that are happening in culture today. If you are going to praise anyone and follow anyone's life, boy, you better be heavily invested in your own life by 10 times. So many people just know so much about gossip in regards to all these actors and actresses. I don't know anything about actor, actress. I don't follow anybody's life. I don't care about anyone's life. No offense. I just feel I feel I want to impact as many people as I possibly can. And some people, they just fall into 
this, fall into social media, losing so much time following someone else's life and they don't even know who they are. And so it's about holding the moment and feeling it a few beats longer so that you can feel that happiness about yourself. The funny thing that happened, you know, it's like if the, the smile someone just gave you or the joy of doing something. Me, I have joy with candles. Bath and, but bath and body, I believe that's the store. I walk in, I can smell something, and I go into a utopic feeling. The candle that I had on, the uh, what is it? The Christmas candle that I had on last night. Absolutely just euphoria beyond comprehension. Every time I smell it, it's the most joyous feelings in the world. That's what I want to consistently feel on a consistent basis. I realized that it wasn't just about the Christmas festive feeling, the Christmas music. I realized that, oh shit, Arsenio, you have not been listening to your jazz music lately, have you? Nope. So if I listen to my jazz music and burn a little cedar wood candle, there I go. I'm in a euphoria. There are so many things that we could do on a consistent basis. I could, during that time, I could literally journal in the dark and hear this jazz music and have the air on and recreate that. But we need to teach ourselves to do things like that, that are more often to be consciously aware of our feelings, to create newer ones. And we need to align through our thought patterns. We need to notice that magical shift. And if we can begin to do that, we could change our thoughts, thus change our life. The next one, families. Now, I'm going to be the first one to say that, yes, politics are ripping families apart. I want to say families. Politics have ripped America apart. Ripped it. I don't remember a time, again, I'm from the, you know, in the 90s, there were just only four media outlets that were in control of all the news. Uh, I didn't care about news. I cared about video games. I hated sports when I was young, too. So, like, in the 90s, I did not give a damn about sports. I cared literally about music and video games. But I can't remember a more divisive time in American history. Politics, absolutely. Families, in regard to families, being ripped apart. In regards to an entire society as whole in America, completely ripped apart. But I can tell you what, if you're one of those people who are, you come from a family where politics or there are things that are divided, well, what about that empathy, the forgiveness, and the lack of understandings? And so we always have a scapegoat in terms of blaming politics as if it's an external boogeyman or some shit. Now, politics have been there since the dawn of civilization. Unfortunately, COVID happened and there was a lot of anti-vax and a lot of, uh, uh, you know, people were saying that the COVID doesn't even exist and all these stupid ass things that were happening in America and the division just went right down the country. But to be honest with you, we stopped the civility of inquiry. We stopped asking questions. We stopped allowing people to have the freedom to have their own opinion without accusing them and without canceling them. Now, again, if someone were to say, oh, yeah, COVID doesn't exist, I probably, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with anyone's opinion. It just shows me who they are. Oh, uh, you know, uh, the left. And I'm like, oh, my God, these people really believe that there's a left and a right. That's the division that they've created in their head by consuming such negative shit. Oh, black and white. There's no such fucking thing as black. I got an American passport and I'm probably between five and 10 different types of backgrounds. And I don't even know yet. And maybe, just maybe in the future, I would love to find out. But to be honest with you, it's that division. Oh, there's white, there's black. That's division. 
Asian. Division, Latino. Division, here we go. Keep it going. Want to keep going? Want to keep going? Want to keep going? This is what separates us. It's that lack of understanding. We're not curious to why people feel or understand things. You know? And we need to learn not just self-acceptance, but society acceptance. You know? People in our circle of influence. That's who I focus on. Not the concern. Society acceptance. Listen, I've accepted that America... It's just not a place I would love to go back and live. I was just watching a, 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 a what is it a, a video last night in regards to medical, and you know in America it was like, uh, pri- but what is it? They have a primary care physician, PC, PCP, and the next thing you know people are being rushed. To, ever all these stories, people being rushed to the hospital, and the doctors just say fuck off. I'm not giving you anything. You're a druggie, even to kids. And the next thing you know those kids die. And no one's held accountable. I'm like, you know what? If I have a child, I do not want to be raised in that type of society. You know why? Because here in Thailand, I'm literally arm's length away from private hospitals. And I could literally, if I'm having real bad stomach pains at night, I could go to the ER very quickly. I walk into the hospital and I see a doctor and... The doctor says, oh, man, okay, let's take an x-ray. There's no, oh, let's wait six months. No, they're like, let's take an x-ray. Holy shit, you got horrific indigestion. I'm going to give you some things to alleviate that, and I'm going to give you to get to get out of pain. They hurry up and put me in on an IV, and they got me out of pain immediately. And so the reason why I say that is because I have to accept that, again, what I got to look at the broader picture of my own future, too. Do I really want to go to America where everyone lacks a significant amount of empathy? Not everyone. I know I know one doctor. Woohoo. I just met her at my wedding. It's Lindsay's sister. Okay. She's an ER doctor. Okay. Fantastic. I know one doctor out of all the doctors and nurses out there. That is amazing. Woohoo. Okay. But I just don't want to be raised in that type of society. And I do not want to have that type of, oh my God, if I'm really sick, I'm fucked in this country. Nah. Societal acceptance. I want to be I want to be in a country where I feel very secured in all phases of my life. And so, got off the beaten path, but let's refocus. Last one, future. Every time I need to look forward to where I'm going, where I'm building. And sometimes I lay in bed and think about the future. Think about the creativity, the adventures with my wife and you know, the get together with my friends. This morning I woke up, I said, "Oh my god, fish market today. Oh my god, I'm getting on a flight tomorrow." I don't even know what to expect. I got zero expectations for Japan. I don't know what's going to happen. I got literally no expectations for Japan. I don't know what's going to Now, if you were to say, am I excited? Well, I'm nervous. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. You guys know that saying? What if we land in Japan? What if we can't get a bus? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if I have to go crazy at immigration? What if my wife? What about all of these little different things in regards to Japan? You know, this is what I'm concerned about. But at the same time, I'm not trying to project negativity into the future. You know, sometimes it's just a simple appreciation of bed sheets that day. You know, coming back from Japan. Okay, um, we're going to be getting a brand new couch. Boy, it's going to be a beyond upgrade from this. Okay, maybe some more candles, maybe this got to get a new uh, topper and this. It's just the, the excitement that February is going to bring that tomorrow is going to bring, that today is going to bring, that the next hour is going to bring. These are the things that I'm excited about, 
right? But the thing is, I could tell you one thing right now. It's hard to have any enthusiasm without looking toward the future, right? It's there for everyone, for you. It's just so often we just don't think about it. The future, you are divided from the future. The more often you turn to distraction, right? So if you are not looking toward the future, the more you're looking toward the distractions. The more you gawk, scroll, swipe, and random things as a consumer, the more you turn away from your own goals. And so you stop dreaming, you stop hoping, and then there it is. So think about that next thing, the dream home, that fun vacation, the moment with your loved ones. Stop thinking about the watches, the jets, and all these other bullshit-ass influences on there who were saying, oh, there's some external thing that you could get and you could do this and oh, all these things and create a division and oh, women are this and trans people are this and all this garbage division, boy. Get Look toward your goals. What are your goals for this year? With that being said, I'll see you in the next podcast. Over and out.